0: Welcome back, listeners, to a new episode of The New Standard. And you're checking out the program on June 21st, 2023. And you're checking out the program, as always, on Wednesday morning. Want to give a quick announcement. Uh, My co-host and my partner in crime, Neil Kulong, is not here because he is still looking for Antonio Brown self-respect. Somehow, I think that might be a very long journey. Also, wanted to wish everybody out there in Steeler Nation, all the dads, a happy Father's Day. Want to wish everybody in Steeler Nation a happy Juneteenth. That's what you see in the background. Uh, the image for the show is the Juneteenth symbol that was put out by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Also, before we jump into the program. I want to send my condolences to the family of Stan Saverin, longtime voice for the Pittsburgh Steelers who passed away. Very famous in Pittsburgh. um, Just a long time, uh, an institution and a staple in Pittsburgh sports. And also want to send my condolences to the family of Clark Hagen's Super Bowl champion, played outside linebacker, was a steady force on that Steeler football team that won a world championship with coach Bill Cowher. So condolences to the memory of Stan Sanford and Clark Hagen's, and RIP to their families and to all their loved ones. And again, happy father's day to everybody out there in Steeler nation and, and Neil happy father's day out to, to my co-host Neil in particular, big up to Mr. Kulong to Mr. and Mrs. Kulong and Neil I can't wait to get you back on the program. Hopefully, you will find Antonio Brown's self-respect. But the main topic of this program is what does a year two statistical jump look like for Kenny Pickett? In our last episode, we talked about are the Steelers a Super Bowl contender? And I concluded that I did not think they were a Super Bowl contender. And that was primarily because I just did not believe in the offense, the philosophy, the system, the players in it. And if it could generate enough explosives to flip its points per game, which was about 18 and a half last year, to a range of 25 points or more, one in which I think you need to do To compete for a Super Bowl. But one way to buck that. And to change that whole narrative. And to prove me flat out wrong frankly. It all depends on Kenny Pickett. It all depends on. The type of jump. Kenny Pickett can make. As a player. And that will be reflected statistically obviously. It will be reflected in regular NFL stats that are collected, uh, yards per attempt, uh, pass, uh, p- touch, touchdown passes, completions, interceptions, things of that nature. And it'll also be captured in analytics like DVOA, Pro Football Outsiders, DVOA, and DYAR. Um, it'll also be reflected in Total QBR. And quarterback rating. So those are the stats that we chose to take a look at when trying to ascertain what type of jump will Kenny Pickett take in year two. And what type of jump will Kenny Pickett need to be or need to do in year two for the Steelers to compete for a championship? Because that is truly what can reshape the narrative when it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers in this season is the performance of Kenny Pickett. If Kenny Pickett takes the type of jump in year two that Patrick Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes year one felt yours, year two felt like a year one because he didn't play that much in year one. I think he started a game at the end of the season and then they gave him the reins in year two. And of course, he had an MVP season. And I think he led the Kansas City Chiefs to the to the AFC Championship where they lost to the Patriots. I think that's what it was. Correct me if I'm wrong or if you're listening to the program. Uh, and so, if Kenny Pickett can make a meteoric rise and a meteoric jump in his game, then, you know, outstanding quarterback play is the type of thing that can mitigate any holes in any issues that you have in your roster, so you could forget everything that I said last week when I was talking about if the Pittsburgh Steelers were a Super Bowl contender. If Kenny Pickett goes out and has a forty-two touchdown, seven interception season, and throws for five thousand yards, if he does that, well, hell, the Steelers going to be competing for a Super Bowl. So. How Kenny Pickett plays is the trump card. It's the most important thing, but also you need the ancillary pieces around Kenny Pickett to play well, namely offensive line, skill players, etc. But before we jump into some comps that I have for Kenny Pickett and try to get, you know, what we think realistically could be a statistical jump for Kenny Pickett in year two, like what's, what's realistic? It's not realistic clearly for Kenny Pickett to go from about 2,500 yards passing to 6,000. I mean, that's not realistic. So we can use some comps. And and one of the comps I got from Neil, that was Russell Wilson. I came up with another of the other comps and that was Mac Jones and, and that was Justin Fields. I took Justin Fields because Justin Fields was drafted, you know, I think 11, maybe 12. You know, I know Kenny was 20, but that's close. And Mac Jones was in the teens as well. So I took him. And and, and Neil picked Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson was a low-round draft pick that had a great level of success in his first couple of years. Now, you can't compare Kenny Pickett to Trevor Lawrence, in my opinion, or even to Jared Goff because they were number one overall picks. You can't compare him, in my opinion, as a comp to – Russell Wilson, because Russell Wilson's an all-time great. And I didn't pick a Joe Burrow, because Joe Burrow was also a first-round draft pick. But before we jump into that, let me hit a wiki uh, wiki, uh, spitting the record back and just say this. Save your money and do not go see Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3. That shit was trash. I'm talking about it. What it, it was, no stars. They had no stars. Like it was one triangle, it was that bad. There was no stars, it was one triangle. It was absolutely terrible. But let's jump into this comparison where we can try to figure out what type of statistical jump Kenny Pickett can make. In year two. So if you look at Kenny Pickett's first year, he threw for seven touchdowns and nine interceptions. That's a 0.8 touchdown to interception ratio. He threw for 2,404 yards. He had a 6.2 yards per attempt, which was, towards the, which was towards the end of or the low point of all starting quarterbacks in the National Football League. His DVOA, and, and let me give you a definition of DVOA and DYAR. Before I give you those numbers, and I'm reading from the website, and it says quarterbacks are ranked according to DYAR or defense adjusted yards above replacement. This gives the value of the quarterback's performance compared to replacement level adjusted for situations and opponent, and then translated into yardage. The other statistic is DVOA. Or defense adjusted value over average. The number represents value per play over an average quarterback in the same game situations. So if you have a positive DVOA, that means a better performance. A negative DVOA represents below average offense in a value sense in those situations. So the simple version is strictly DYAR means a quarterback with more total value. DVOA means a quarterback with more value per play. you put those two together, you want to be positive in both. You want to have a high DYAR and a high DVOA. The other two metrics we're going to look at is QBR and quarterback rating. Kitty Pickett had a 51.5 QBR, which was 20th. His quarterback rating was 76.7. His DVOA was minus 7.7. So he had a negative DVOA, negative value, which ranked 23rd. Now, keep in mind, when it comes to DVOA, you probably only have 12 quarterbacks with a positive DVOA. Essentially, most quarterbacks, when it comes to DVOA, are not grading out very well in terms of DYAR which is, again, defense-adjusted yards above replacement. Kenny Pickett had 93 yards above a replacement-level quarterback, and that's also defined as the 32nd-best quarterback in football. So he would have had 93 yards over that. So let's compare those numbers, and, and by any measure. You know, if you want to take it and get rid of DVOA, DYAR, QBR, and quarterback rating, he only threw for seven touchdowns in like 13 games. I mean, his quarterback, I mean, his ratio of touchdowns to interceptions was 0.8. Now let's take a look at some of his, his comps in Russell Wilson, Mac Jones, and Justin Fields. Russell Wilson in his first year, 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, threw for 3,118 yards, had a yards per attempt of 7.9. DVOA, he ranked sixth. DYAR was 872, which ranked eighth. His QBR was third at 74.8, and his quarterback rating was 100. Russell Wilson had a fantastic year, his first year. And if you just want to make it simple in terms of the breakdown and analysis, he had 19 more touchdowns than Kenny Pickett and only one more interception. In Mac Jones's first year, 22 TDs, 13 interceptions, threw for 3,800 yards, a yards per attempt of 7.3. DVOA was rated 13th. His DYAR was 620. Yards, which was 12th qbr was 10th at 56.9 and his quarterback rating was 92.5 now the quarterback that was most similar to kenny pickett was justin fields justin fields seven touchdown passes kenny pickett seven touchdown passes justin fields 10 interceptions kenny pickett nine interceptions He threw for 1,870 yards, yards per attempt, 6.9, ranked 32nd in DVOA, ranked 31st in DYR with a negative 324 yards. So the metric says he would have thrown for 324 yards, less than a replacement player, 31.4 in QBR, and 73.2 in quarterback rating. So you can look at these numbers and look at the comps, and you can flat out say, of Russell Wilson, Mac Jones, and Justin Fields, Russell Wilson was outstanding as a rookie. And you could look at all of these players and say, you can make a strong argument definitely that Russell Wilson and Mac Jones were better than Kenny Pickett. Why? You can create your own why. You could create your own narrative around why. Coaching, personnel, uh, his pedigree, his ceiling, measurables. Whatever the case may be, the numbers are the numbers. Wilson and Mac Jones and their rookie seasons were way better than Kenny Pickett. Now, Justin Fields was about as bad as Kenny Pickett in his first season. I mean, Kenny Pickett was not very good last year. I know there's always excitement about you know, especially when you've got a new quarterback about what type of steps the quarterback is going to take. Cause that's why we're doing the show. We're excited about his development. We've seen some good things with Kenny Pickett. We've seen some moxie. We've seen some poise. We've made, we've seen him make some solid plays. We all think about the drive that he had in Baltimore late in the season to beat the Ravens. So we see big pause. And when I say big pause, if you, if you own dogs, you know what I'm saying? Like the positive trait, when a dog has big paws, that's that's a good puppy. So, right now, Kenny's a puppy with big paws. Well, maybe we're trying to determine, does Kenny got big paws? Does Kenny got, well, we know Kenny got little hands. So, did, does Kenny's little hands translate to little paws? Little phalange? You know what they say about Anyway, so this whole show is about trying to figure out what that year two is going to look like for Kenny Pickett and what does it need to look like, particularly in a division where you've got Burrow, you've got Jackson, and you've got Watson. What does Kenny Pickett's year two need to look like? Statistically, what does it need to jump to For the Steelers to put themselves into the mix to compete for a championship. Now, the one thing we didn't define, we didn't define QBR, but real quick before we talk about year two, let me give you uh, what QBR, what ESPN says, QBR. uh, It says QBR begins by asking how successful was the play for the team, given its context. Context for each play includes the down, yards to go for first down, distance to the end zone, and time remaining in the half. All of these factors can be used before the ball is snapped to estimate future net score advantage. So expected points is what the estimate is called. So it is very close to EPA per play. That's what it's very close to. And, uh, of course, everybody knows what quarterback rating is or passer rating It's from zero to 158.3. It's based on completions, percentage, uh, completion percentage, yards per attempt, touchdowns per attempt, and interceptions per attempt. And then it takes those values and it gives you a rating. The higher rating, of course, is more positive. Now, when you look at year two, Russell Wilson was a model of consistency. 26 touchdown passes a year, two, nine interceptions. Threw for 33.57. Yards per attempt, 8.2. DVOA, he was eight. DYR was 770, ranked ninth. QBR, 67.2, was eighth. And he had a quarterback rating of over 100, 101.2. Year two, Mac Jones took a step back. We saw the thing that is formerly called Zappy Bailey play quarterback zippy zappy Any, anytime you got a z for a name you know what it is so in year two matt jones 14 touchdowns 11 interceptions he's still in a drop in year two through for seven more touchdowns than kenny pickett and started in fewer games that 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 shows you just how yeah 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 that seven touchdowns is 11 interceptions through for 3,000 yards 6.8 yards per attempt even when he had a bad season those normal counting metrics were better than Kenny Pickett's his DVOA was minus 10.1 which was twenty sixth. his DYAR was 33, which is 26, QBR 36.2, which was 28th, and his quarterback rating was 84.8. Justin Fields, year two, took a plus seven, a plus 10 jump in quarterback passes, excuse me, in touchdown passes. He went from seven to 10, only threw one more interception, uh, had 11 interceptions on the season, threw for roughly... 400 more yards, 2242 yards per attempt, 7.1, which was almost a yard more than Kenny Pickett. His DVOA was ranked 34th to Kenny's 23. Uh, his DYAR was ranked 34th. He was 541 yards below a replacement, and his QBR was 54, which ranked 17th, and his quarterback rating was 85.2. So we saw Justin Fields. In his year two jump, throw for 10 more touchdowns, which would take, ironically, if he threw for 10 more, Kitty Pickett is the he, it would be 17, and it would match Justin Fields' year two numbers when it came to touchdown passes. And so this kind of ties into, you know, what I was talking about last week about the offense and the jump that Kenny Pickett might need to make for the Pittsburgh Steelers to realistically compete for a championship. Now, on the bright side, I I think you will see Kenny Pickett improve. I don't think you're going to see a case where Russell Wilson had the same amount of touchdown passes, 26-10, and and 26-9, great ratios. That's 2.6 to 1. Uh, you know, we hope that as Steeler fans, Kenny Pickett does not throw for the same amount of touchdown passes in year two. We do hope he throws for the same amount of interceptions in year two. But when you kind of look at these comps of Matt Jones and Russell Wilson, it's kind of hard to compete or, or excuse me, to compare Kenny Pickett to Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson started off phenomenally in his first two years. I think any Steeler fan, and it's a credit to what Seattle did with Russell in the offense, ran the football, a lot of uh, boot action, a lot of RPO stuff. They really had a good sense of how they wanted Russell to play. And they were really able to craft the offense around Russell's strengths. Touch, accuracy, the deep ball, being able to extend plays, RPOs, making it simple. I think any Steeler fan would want Kenny Pickett's numbers to look like Russell Wilson's numbers in year one or two. What Steeler fan does not want is a regression because you can't regress much from seven touchdowns You just can't regress. I mean, the only way you can regress from seven touchdowns would be if you got hurt. And, you know, this argument that I'm making is all based on Kenny Pickett staying healthy and playing quality football. But when you look at the numbers, you have to start asking yourself, You know, what is realistic? You know, like what is realistic in terms of touchdown passes? Like, how many more is realistic for him to throw? You look at Justin Fields, you know, I think a jump in 10 touchdown passes is solid. I mean, I I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at. However, when you start at seven to get to 17, you, better throw for a lot more than just 10 because you're not going to be competing for a super bowl with a stat line of 17 11 and 2200 or 2300 yards passing. That's just not going to get it. So I mean, it's it's interesting when you ponder this and big up to everybody. Listen to the program. Again, you're listening to the new standard. Hosted by yours truly, Lance Williams. Again, Neil Kulong is out on assignment looking for, you know, he's looking for Antonio Brown's self-respect. I mean, that's what he's looking for. And he's looking for the paychecks and the money that Antonio Brown owes his players in whatever that league was called. So let's get to it. Now, I asked Neil because I knew Neil was still on his journey. So I asked Neil, and I asked my pops, what do you think year two statistical jumps for Kitty Pickett would be? And ironically, they both had 25 touchdown passes, a plus 18. I mean, if you throw 18 more touchdown passes, that's an extra touchdown basically a game over a 17-game season. I mean, it might not play out that way. But a plus 18 in touchdown passes is fantastic. I think getting higher than, much higher than 25, like 30, you would have to throw like 23 touchdown passes. I mean, I I think that would be, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think to myself, would 30 touchdown passes be realistic? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hedge my bet in between both. And I'm going to say Kenny Pickett throws for 27 touchdown passes next year. If he throws for, or, or this year, if he throws for 27 touchdown passes this year, that means I think the Steelers were very aggressive in trying to push the ball downfield. With that being said, Neil picked 10 interceptions. My pops picked seven interceptions. Both ratios would be great. They One would be two and a half, one would be about 2.8. I'm going to say if Kenny throws 27 touchdown passes, he's a little more aggressive with the ball, putting it in some tight areas. I'm going to say he throws 13 interceptions. 27 and 13 is a little over 2 to 1. You take that. I think with the 27 and 13, I think he throws for over what Neil estimated at 3,500 and my dad estimated 3,700. I think he could throw for about, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 4,000. I'm going to just put it round at 4,000. So I'm going to say that his numbers look like 27 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 4,000 yards passing. And I'm going to say that his yards per attempt is somewhere in between my dad's 7.5 and neals eight i'm gonna go 7.7 or or 7.8 7.75 yards per attempt and you know if he threw for that much in terms of yards per attempt if you compare that to let me compare that his yards per attempt uh to patrick Mahomes as well yeah well it's kind of unfair to compared to Patrick Mahomes. But, you know, I just want to give, you know, people kind of some sort of reference in terms of what the gold standard would be uh, in in terms of yards per attempt. And Patrick Mahomes in his MVP season, uh, his first MVP, his yards per attempt was 8.8. And last year was 8.1. 8.1 is nuts. He's 8.1 for his career, which is absolutely nuts. So if Kenny was above seven and a half, he would be playing outside outstanding quarterback. In terms of DVOA, I expect Kenny to have a negative DVOA. I don't, I don't expect in terms of value ab- per play above a replacement. I think he's going to be a little bit better. But when you look at DVOA, it, it, it it's funny when it comes to DVOA because most guys, in terms of DVOA, are negative. I mean, they're just negative. It's just really hard uh, in in terms of DVOA uh, to really sustain a really good DVOA over the course of the season. In fact, last year, in terms of DVOA, you had, let's see. Actually, I'll take that back. You had a few more guys that had positive DVOAs. You had 21 guys with a positive DVOA, the lowest being Aaron Rodgers, 21st. I think Kenny Pickett I think you could see Kenny Kenny Pickett, I think, next year be a top 15 guy in DVOA and I think he could be a top 15 guy in DYAR. If Kenny Pickett gave you those type of numbers with a quarterback rating let me look at QBR uh, in terms of QBR I think the best QBR last year was Patrick Mahomes, which is it was in the 70s. You know, I could see his QBR going up a tick to be in the 60s, maybe top 12, top 13 in QBR, and probably in that same range in terms of quarterback rating. But here's the thing I want to dive into, and this is something that we're going to dive into when we jump into next week's show. If Kenny Pickett... Throws for 27 TDs, 13 interceptions, 4,000 yards, 7.8 yards per attempt, top 15 in DVOA, DYAR, top 15 in QBR and quarterback rating. What record do the Steelers have? How good does Kenny Pickett have to play for the Steelers to be a legitimate contender? And that's going to be the question that we dive into next week and with that we're going to conclude the program and as always tune in tell a friend and subscribe